Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hi, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. So today is the 17th of September of 2018, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Costa Rica, where the crickets are chirping, and it's a beautiful, peaceful night. And it's been a bit of a whirlwind these last few days. So you'll remember that last week we spoke about Venus and Uranus and their opposition, and it was the first opposition last Wednesday, the 12th. And this first opposition was definitely the beginning of a process. And Venus is in Scorpio and Uranus is in Taurus. And the thing is that Mars, since it went direct earlier this month, or actually the end of last month, it's been moving out of Capricorn into Aquarius, and now it's back in Aquarius, um, and it has been making a square to Uranus. So last Monday we had Mars go back into Aquarius, and on Wednesday we had Venus square Uranus, and now tomorrow evening... Mars is going to square Uranus, which means that essentially the two relationship planets, male-female planets, are entangled with the planet of chaos, innovation, genius, and unpredictable events. So if you have felt things were a little topsy-turvy in the last few days, you're absolutely right on target, and you're right on the page with everyone else. Um, I can see already in the last couple days that Mars and Uranus are rattling people. I can tell you that it's the third passage of this. So it's an interesting relationship because Venus has moved past it, but not a lot, not a whole lot past it. Uh, Uranus is basically um, at one degree of... Taurus, so it's retrograde, it's backwards. And Venus squared it when it was two degrees last week. And Venus has not moved very far. Venus is at five degrees now. And slowing down, slowing down because it's going to retrograde on October 5th. So it's going to be at five degrees for a couple days. And so it's still relatively in square to Uranus. In the meantime, Mars is going to exactly square Uranus tomorrow. And so we've got agitation. So I can feel it. Um, I've been, I just wrote my blog about Venus and Uranus, and I posted it on my website. And <laughs> I said I'm nauseated, and I'm asking if other people are nauseated too, because there just feels like this topsy-turvy roller coaster energy that's happening for all of us. And... I know people are feeling it because I keep getting people telling me they feel crazy or their loved ones are misbehaving or something's going on. And as soon as I was thinking about this earlier, I was thinking, wow, really, people are feeling it because I'm hearing from lots of people that I 
normally might not hear from. And, and then I got a whole barrage of other things from other people saying, yeah, what's going on? Can you tell me what's going on? <laughs> and because it's an unsettling energy. Um, Mars and Uranus are on their third passage. Venus and Uranus are on their first passage. So they've sort of dovetailed. So what I take this to mean is that back in May, around the middle of the month, when both Mars went into Aquarius and Uranus went into Taurus, they squared for the first time. Then they squared again because Mars went retrograde. They squared again on August 1st. Now they're finishing up their journey together and they square again tomorrow. And so think about what you were doing in May. And we did, we all did a lot of work these past months and in June and July and August as Mars was retrograde and we had all these eclipses and it was a lot of heavy energy being thrown around and we all worked hard to get through it. And so tomorrow's aspect is sort of finishing up a lot of the energy that we've spent time with since May. So that's part of it. The other thing is that since Venus is starting this now, Mars is sort of handing Uranus over to Venus. It's like, okay, I'm done with it. You take it now. And it's, uh, it's an interesting thing because Mars really is the planet of assertion and aggression. And uh, it's the warrior planet. It's where we stand up for ourselves and all. And we couldn't do much with it retrograde. There wasn't a lot of warrior energy. Nobody felt like starting a war and you shouldn't start a war when Mars is retrograde. So I think that a lot of the frustrations people were feeling are surfacing now because of the Mars square Uranus. And it's an agitating aspect. Uranus is electric. Uranus is alive. Uranus is a live wire. And imagine this, it's being squared by the planet of you know, the warrior planet, the aggression planet. So I advise people to drive carefully, to be just focused, focus your energy, just focus your energy on something productive, on something innovative, on something creative. Um, you don't need to lash out. You don't need to stub your toe. You don't need to trip and fall. You can just be aware of the energy and be very careful using your energy. And, you know, it's, it's better to recognize it and understand where your relationships may be changing because that's what we're in now. We're in this period of change in relationships and innovation and thinking outside the box. And Venus is sort of taking over from Mars now. Venus is saying, okay, I'll, I got it now. You, you had your chance with Uranus. Now I'm going to go forward. And they sort of meet in the middle here. And this is why it's been a little bit agitating. Um, it's relationships. It's people in our lives. It's people. We have relationships. With, even if you're not in a relationship, you got people in your life. You got your mailman, your UPS person, your people at work, your people next door. There's people. <laughs> and the people that call you on the phone, your family, whoever. Um, there's people. So you have to sort of deal with them carefully and honestly and sort of look at this in a, in a very different light. Um, so I can already feel the Mars Uranus agitating people and, uh, and that one roller coaster is ending and a different one is starting. So these are in fixed signs. Venus is in a fixed sign. Mars is in a fixed sign. Uranus is in a fixed sign. And that's very stubborn energy. That's people not getting their way. That's people getting frustrated. That's people blowing their cork after they've just tolerated so much. 
it's not cardinal energy. It's not, let's get up and do this and move. This is, it's not, let's just start something new. Let's jump in. This is, I don't want to move. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Or I like it the way it is right now. I'm, I'm not open to shifting things around. But Uranus is a flexible planet and we have to be flexible. Especially those of us born under fixed signs. We need to take on this sort of flexible energy. We have to. And Uranus is telling us to be flexible and open because it's in Taurus. It's the most stubborn and, sorry Taurians, but it's true. Um, the most fixed of all the signs is the earthiest. It's the, the one that's the most grounded. And it really doesn't want to budge and Uranus is forcing it to. So there you go. That's part of it. The other thing is <clears throat> that today, the 17th, we've had in the morning, there was a moon on Saturn in Capricorn. And that brings us to another thing. So today didn't feel good. I recognized a lot of people contacting me and last night and this morning and tonight, a lot of people have been contacting me and I felt it coming. It just was kind of an icky energy and a bit of a depressing energy because and normally, you know, the moon comes to Saturn every month. It doesn't normally show that kind of energy. It doesn't have to, but when we've got these other situations brewing with Venus and Mars and Uranus, it just sort of adds to the tension. And therefore, the moon to Saturn was bigger than it normally is. So it feels more complicated and it feels more, um, it felt more despairing. That's the word. It was felt more despairing. It felt more um, sensitive and worrisome. And while I don't think there's necessarily anything to be worried about generally, I mean, there may be, there's things in the world, the world is always in trouble, but <laughs> um, I think that we are experiencing something that's agitating right now because the moon has moved from Saturn and it's going to eventually conjunct Pluto tomorrow evening. So we've got the moon conjunct Pluto uh, and after leaving Saturn, before it goes to Pluto, it's sort of stuck in the middle. And so tomorrow evening, we're going to have the Mars Uranus and the moon to Pluto. So I expect that there's some agitating qualities and I feel them already. So the moon is where, where it's positioned right now between Saturn and Pluto is, is what we call besieged. So if, if someone has a chart like that, where they're born with the moon in between two outer planets or or sort of in between the two and not able to get out so easily, sort of fenced in by planets like Saturn or Pluto or Uranus and Neptune. Um, it's, it's besieged, what we call besieged, and that means it's just sort of locked into this energy. So right now we have some very locked in energy. So tomorrow is, you know, we're going to have two aspects. And I just say, you know, maintain your balance and focus and keep moving forward and exercise the energy out, talk it out, write it out. Writing is a really good thing to do. So while all of this energy is sort of clogged up and then trying to move out, you know, write, express. Expressing is a really good thing to do. The other thing is that if you feel it's time for an epiphany, and it usually is with Uranus, I would encourage you to sort of work with yourself, meditate, 
do any sort of spiritual or emotional psychological exercise or visit a healer or someone that's going to help you have some sort of revelation. And this is a really important time, you know, for that. It's really active for that. This is what this energy is particularly good for. Moon to Pluto, expressing emotions, Mars to Uranus, expressing frustrations or getting creative. All of it's very creative. But if you feel clogged up, backed up, worried, agitated, it's really good to channel that energy outward. And that energy, those aspects are representative of a breakthrough. So I highly recommend encouraging a breakthrough if you're seeing a healer, if you're not seeing a healer and you're maybe something in your work you need to break through. But an emotional, psychological breakthrough is really, really refreshing and helps you shift your thoughts and your consciousness. So I highly encourage that energy. I highly encourage that use of the planets that are available to us right now. So this is, this is the story. Um, coming up this week, we have the sun and Mercury conjunct on Thursday, which means Mercury is combust because it's very hot and very close to the sun. And right after that, Mercury is going to move into Libra on the 21st, very late in the evening on the East Coast. And then on Saturday, the sun moves into Libra. So lots of air energy is going to start up, which is good because when there's not a lot of air in the sky, there aren't usually words and we don't know what to say. And so now we're moving along and we have very nice Libra, which is always very polite and very balanced and serene and doesn't like chaos. So hopefully with everything sort of moving into this uh, Libran phase, we experience the uh, sort of think before you act, be balanced, you know, energies. So that's actually very good. Mercury going into Libra. Mercury is good. It's an air sign. It likes, it likes air signs. And the sun going into Libra, it's the autumnal equinox in the Northern Hemisphere. So the autumnal equinox brings uh, the autumn in, and it's also at zero degrees cardinal, which is a famous point. And Mercury and the sun going there is very important. You know, rarely do they go there at the same time within a day of each other. So it's actually very good. It sort of refreshes things. Uh, gets us started on a new path, gets us opening doors and, and just sort of, you know, finding some sort of peace and all that. Um, so that's very good. Mercury, of course, in Libra is going to eventually square Saturn, which it's going to do on the 23rd, which is on Sunday. And we had a bunch of Mercury square Saturns earlier in the year when Mercury was in Aries. And Saturn is in Capricorn, as we know. And it's, you know, one of those thought-provoking aspects that really sort of help us stay focused and uh, choose our words carefully. Mercury, Mercury in Libra is generally pretty nice, so that's actually a good place for it. Um, meantime, uh, the moon is in Capricorn, as we spoke of, on Wednesday the 19th. It is going to go void at 1.10 in the afternoon on, uh, on the East Coast. 
and be void for most of the day because about 8 p.m. it'll go into Aquarius. So again, void moon, Capricorn, good time to get little errands running, done, all sorts of uh, daily tasks. Capricorn's really productive, but when the moon is void, no new projects. So do that. Try some, uh, try some good, uh, you know, managing of day-to-day of -day tasks. Thursday, the moon is fine. It's in Aquarius all day. And Friday, the moon goes void again, again, early in the afternoon, 1.13 p.m. on the East Coast. And it's void until 8.30 the next morning when it goes into Pisces. So that's it. Friday is like the day to take off early, go home, go do something fun. <laughs> it's an Aquarius. Read a new book. Uh, do something fun with your friends. <laughs> Um, and then it'll go into Pisces uh, on Saturday morning, which is a good day to sleep in because Pisces is the, the sign of sleep. Now, one thing we should be aware of is that the moon is going to travel through Aquarius on Wednesday and Thursday, like I just mentioned, but that means that it's going to re-trigger Uranus and Venus and Mars. <laughs> So we're not getting a break from this anytime soon. We're, we're getting more highlights. <laughs> and if you know someone who's grumpy because they are having a hard time with this, then, you know, give them a hand and, and, you know, take care of them or, you know, or give them their freedom and independence because that's what Aquarius energy likes. The moon is in Aquarius, uh, like I said, from Wednesday evening, but it squares Uranus late Wednesday evening on the East Coast, 1130, and then it's going to greet Mars not long after that because they will have just squared each other. So the moon is between this Mars and Uranus kind of thing. So the moon's having a rough time this week. First, it's hitting Saturn and Capricorn, and then Pluto and Capricorn, and then it's hitting Uranus. And then it's going to get entangled with Mars. And then later in the morning on Thursday, it's going to get entangled with Venus. So <laughs> be aware, be emotionally aware, take your emotional temperature and get through this. The best thing for you to understand is how this Venus-Uranus aspect, which has never happened in my lifetime, and I've been around a while, it's never happened three times, Venus-Uranus three times, starting last week, going to happen again October 31st and then November 30th. So get aware of your relationships because this week is very important. We've got Mars and we've got Uranus and we still have Venus hanging over and then there's the moon. So this is, this is a something. This is, we are not to avoid this. This is an important relationship aspect. Think about it the moon is in Aquarius, it's a good time to think. Um, think about where you may feel non-committal in your life. Think about where you may feel you need to commit more and you need to stay on course because Venus Uranus is, I'm here today, I'm gone tomorrow. And there may be people in your life that you want to be here today and tomorrow and the next day or projects or anything, maybe financially because Venus rules money, that you want here today and tomorrow and the next day. And unfortunately, for some reason, it tends to bounce back and forth. That reveals to you, to each of us, that there is something internal that wants it that way or needs it that way or is just not entirely healed 
to accept it full, fully into our life. Um, you need to sort of work with that, own it, understand it. If you are an Aquarius or you have Aquarian, a lot of Aquarian or Uranian energy in your chart, you're going to feel this a lot. Um, if you are a person who has moon Uranus, you're going to feel this this week. If you're a person who has Venus Uranus, you're going to feel this for the next few months. So, and Mars Uranus, of course. So just be present, understand the energy, work with what you have. Don't allow yourself to get crazy because the energy feels really crazy. And people are behaving in ways that they've never behaved before. So I would just let this, you know, flow and pay attention. And that's the, that's the best we can do right now. Um, and you'll get a clue as to what it's about. And that's, that's really, really uh, a, good, a good thing to do. Just pay attention. There's a full moon next Monday at two degrees Aries with the sun in Libra. So that's very good. That's energizing. Um, but other than that, we're moving forward through this very intense energy with Uranus this week. So I advise everyone to sort of keep a lid on it, keep their head on straight. Do not allow yourself to go off the rails. Don't allow others to get crazy. Don't let people bully you. And just sort of pay a lot of attention to what you're, what you're learning about yourself in this process, because it is a process. I invite you to visit my website, debmcbride.com, where I write a blog. I also offer astrocartography reports there if you'd like to learn about your astrocartography, which is actually quite fascinating. I give astrological sessions, readings for 90 minutes. If you're interested, please email me, deb at debmcbride.com. My Twitter is at debastrology. My Instagram is at debastrology. And oftentimes I do little videos of astrological aspects and what's going on so that people can be aware of uh, what's coming up for them. I thank you for listening and please contact me if you have any questions. Thank you so much. Have a lovely week and I'll see you soon. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>